uh, Kenneth, let's turn the attention to the community and what does the SFA do annually to expand the profile of the sport? So basically, um, we work closely with Active SG Floorball Club. Uh, it was formed in 2017-2018 uh, mm -hmm. okay, to, to try to source for more um, dual usage hall, sports hall for our players. So at the moment, like I said, we have four, four halls. We, are, we aim to have even more mm -hmm. so that um, players get have opportunity to train clubs have opportunity to train their have conduct training for their players because we have been noticing there's some um, dropouts in, in the number of clubs in the league mm. partly due to a lack of interest so we are trying to work closely with um, the sports SG and SG football club to, to see how we can help out um, in all these clubs mm. also um, this year we aim to um, work closely more with our, work closer more with our affiliates Given know what's uh what's the what's any issue they are facing at the moment, so we are going to conduct a few um, uh, clinics, a few uh, here around sessions with our affiliates. Um, firstly, also to import impart uh, high performance knowledge to our affiliates so that they are able to go back and train their own um, um, team team members, their mm -hmm. players, mm -hmm. and also to to understand their the concerns they uh, constraints they face uh, on the ground. Because sometimes the association do not really know what's um, going on on the ground, like perhaps because of the high cost in league fees or lack of uh, available of availability of training grounds is one of the constraints they are facing. Hence, that's why they are not progressing well as mm. a association, as a as a club, mm. as a fleet. Yep. So this is one of our steps we are going to do. Okay. Also, we will continue to work um, to introduce the sports to more schools. Okay, we are we are this year we are already, um, doing it with some of the uh, primary schools where we bring the sports with our local coaches now um, as a form of as part of their PE, PE lessons. Mm. So this is a this is a continuous project with uh, Active Energy Football Club that we will continue to. Okay, and uh, I'm assuming you do you do work with uh, the private sector or the corporates to, uh, to promote the game to them as well. Mm. Yep. Mm. So um, um, we are trying to trying to um, do a one-time competition among the corporate sector. So we are in talks with uh, civil service civil service club, um, the, the ISCA, the mm -hmm. Standard Chartered Accountants uh, uh, Association, okay. also uh, the Law Society, so that we can do um, a one whole um, uh, competition together with all these corporate sector. In a way, it's more of also a networking session for, for uh, all the players. Mm if you hold such an event because at the moment um, our corporate sectors uh, corporate leagues teams are also only playing among themselves there's no exposure to teams from other sectors like civil service playing civil service mm. as accountants are playing accountants and law society are playing law society so mm. we want to do a, a, a big umbrella under them work together with with their um, uh, their members to run a annual competitions or maybe a um, um, twice a year competition where they come down and have a competition and okay. yeah okay uh coach Lin, could you tell us briefly about the ongoing situation with the local floorball leagues i mean how many teams are competing what are they playing for prize money okay as of now we have uh, six divisions of men's and six wow. and three divisions of ladies okay yeah so currently uh is the in season for division five and six men's okay. and division three ladies uh, so right now there are about three leagues that are concurrently going on so uh, the men's division has about uh, each division has about 10 um, some divisions have 12 teams okay. the top division, top few divisions have 12 teams okay. and the bottom two I think about 10 teams okay. so that amounts to about 64 yeah. Yeah. so so what happens is that uh, right now 
uh, the division like I mentioned division 5 and 6 is ongoing mm. uh, and then the division 3 for the ladies and then um, they are not competing for price money uh, mm. as of now mm. unless there's changes uh, I think that's up to SFA to handle and, and manage mm. uh, maybe they can find sponsors and everything that's where price money come in mm. but at the end of the competition there's always a medal for the top 3 teams I believe and um, also the challenge cup which they annually that they will be uh, the winning team will be engraved like you know the Stanley Cup like yeah right. so it's as well almost a similar format okay yeah. uh, I understand that recently there was a call to register to compete in a youth floorball league yeah so what happens is that uh, there is um, actually two categories of this it's a partnership between YFA and Youth Floorball Academy and um, Singapore Floorball Association mm. uh, the idea is to um, promote or give more platforms for the younger players to play and also to keep them occupied over the weekends and actually to have a healthier lifestyle and to in 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 turn uh, build across a stronger communities mm. uh, through this effort rallying together because we see parents coming together because of the fact that their kids are playing together mm. so uh, the reality it's very heartening for us to see that not only the sports was able to uh, uh, unite uh, players from different school so they may be from different school but they're playing the same club mm. in, in this uh, under uh, under 16 and under 14 uh, league that's going to come up uh, probably because of the COVID-19 situation is now postponed yeah. uh, and, and uh, schools are a bit reluctant to send because of the measure that the policies changing policies that they are going through mm. so it's fully understandable so we are trying to we have postponed the league to await the situation now and let's see how we can uh, take it from here Okay. Yeah. Mama Chasni, do our national yeah. players compete for private clubs as well? Yeah, they do. Uh, most, I think nearly all of them play for clubs, for for the national players. And um, since we have six division, I think um, it's good for them to play uh, more competitions, especially throughout the years. But of course, especially for like last year, we have like Czech Open, we have AFC, mm. uh, we have uh, Sea Games in uh, three three different competitions in a year mm. so I think it's uh, also important for them to take care of themselves uh, during the league games because we wouldn't want any injuries uh, during uh, during the prep for especially the sea games last mm. year mm. Um, so I think this year we have like two competitions for us so I think there's a lot of uh, gap so it's the league games will be very very useful for, for the players especially because um, it's, it's made, it is nicely made for to avoid uh, the world champs uh, competition and qualifiers so it's somewhere in between where we are still having that that high intensity games mm. for us to prep for towards the world champs okay if we qualify um yeah just now i think coach lim just forgot price money is there price money for for the leagues uh, no that's not now no. i believe no, the association is trying hard yeah <laughs> maybe maybe next year i hope yeah. okay yeah um Shazni, have you ever encountered a chance when a talented player is discovered uh, while playing for the amateur ranks in the domestic league? Um, I would say, of course, there is. Uh, there is, uh, of course, opportunities for them. Uh, so it's very, very important. So because um, talent itself, I think I've seen many players grow to the I mean, from from like young young gun till to where they are now. I think some made it and some. Um, didn't continue floorball so I think it's very important that talent itself is not it's just not there I think you need to put the hard work at the same time mm-hmm. so I mean if they are given the opportunity I feel that you should just grab it and uh, not just let it go and just work hard for it if they want it so much so I think that is very very important I mean in Singapore there's plenty of talents I think to be honest like what Kenneth said just now um, there's 
nowadays is different from last time. I mean, the the U19 players now, they are more. To be honest, they are more skilled than the time when I I was I started mm. in football. Mm. So there's so many options and so many uh players to to have that the varieties of players that is the matter of who you want or what kind of player you want and how disciplined he is or how say um. Um, how focused it is to work hard, is to, to work his way up mm. to the men's national team. I think that is very very important. And also as a as a student, they need to manage the time and etc. So these are the few things that they need to look into uh, to to work their way up to the national team. Okay, just want to add on to what Shastri say. I think the importance of of the young players recognizing that even though they may be recognized for their talent, mm. but like what he said, or oh, if you don't put in the necessary hard work and to make the necessary sacrifices it's going to be very tough like honestly for a national athlete like Shastin now he has to balance between work and to be training five times a week mm-hmm. like he has three courts training and two gym sessions and things like that um, these are these are demands of a national players that is important it's not all or wow no, like you get to be a peer of media you get to be celebrating you get to be on YouTube I think these are things that are nice to mm. look at mm. but yet at the same time the amount of sacrifices they have put in the, the dedication the amount of, of time that they could be spending with their loved ones going out with their friends but they are all spent into wanting to just do well in the sport and to do our nation prom and I think this is something that I have always been appreciative of the players time mm. and effort they have put in the dedication unquestionable mm. and it's, it's not like they are appearing just to you know, sit down there they are appearing going to run going extra amount for the PT the sessions that you go through sometimes it's yeah, I, I'm thankful that I'm the coach now <laughs> yeah. okay, let's turn uh, the yeah. focus to dollars and cents mm. uh, would you like to say a word or two about the NSA's uh, sponsors or partners so at the moment um, one good news is at the start of the year we uh, SFA have actually gotten the IPC status the institution of public character status okay. I um, we can issue deductible um uh, revenue for for our donors mm. um, tax relief for them mm. so it's one of uh, added um perk, added, uh, perk for yeah. for our sponsors also mm. so we are also working closely with uh with sponsors i think our office and our gm wendy is also working closely to to try to uh, um to hopefully we can announce some good news to to all soon mm. uh, we are we are working closely with uh, some private sector partners to to bring them on on board our our spot okay. and, yeah. uh, is the NSA's overall operating budget enough to meet your demands and programs or what is the ideal amount that you're hoping to one day be able to have to run all of your programs successfully so basically uh, at the moment it's not enough but at the moment we are prioritizing uh, which event or which um, which uh, for which for the national team requires this 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 uh, this fund more importantly we are prioritizing all these uh, events to see mm. which, which which is uh, more important okay so we, it takes it takes quite a lot of uh, uh, amount to, to, to spend to, to be able to run all the events I would say rough estimate say probably even one million dollars per year mm. to run all the association um, main events mm. so for another if we were to send a, a national team out for a training trip like to check open that, that costs more than a quarter of a million oh, to, wow. to send one team over so that's the amount we are looking at and um, but we are still we are working yeah. closely with our partners to see our sponsors to see how we can work um, um, to help mm. to in a two-way collaboration with them yep. so ideally two million if, 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 if possible yep. that's, that's a yep. nice number mm. to have 
So do you have uh, one or two big plans for the sport in the near future which uh, would probably require even more financial resources? Uh, yes, we do. But just to clarify about um, the amount we need for sending a team over, roughly we need around 250k for both teams to fly over for like a recent check open. Oh, That's because you said just now 250k yeah. was for only one national mm. team. So but in this case, but it's for two for teams. The men's and women's national team. Okay. Now, yep. uh, looking at the future, one or two big plans does the NSA have? Okay, one of the big plans is, of course, to include, continue to include floorball in SEA Games. Mm. So we are working closely with um, Thai Floorball Association, as well as SNOC, to hope to bring the sport back in 2023 in Cambodia. Okay, okay. and also, um, one, another big plan is we are actually looking to, by 2022, to have a second um, uh, home for floorball. Mm. And currently, our, our National Training Centre is our Tamazic Hub, so we are looking at another place mm. where we can house... Uh, uh, the national team trainings in there because at the moment we have actually four high performance team mm-hmm. com- uh, competing for the court space in our Tampines Hub over the weekdays mm. so we are looking at securing one more venue and um, in, in future we are looking towards even more youth youth under under 17 teams coming up so that the pathway can be can be more clearer for the players mm. instead of straight to under 19 mm. so we even have more youth teams inside so one of the the key things we want to do is creating a pathway for national athletics, whereby um, even for recreation athletics. So for national athletics, we are looking at towards from schools going up to the under 19s before national team, and then after that um, they can be a part of the community or mm. even um, fall into a, a football career. Mm. As a football as a career. Mm. So even for our um, recreation players, we are looking at uh, like I said the corporate leagues that we are coming up with. And in future, once they get older, we will thinking of going get a master's league for them. Um, one, one interesting thing I know recently uh, I, in a conversation with one of our friends is that um, football is actually played even in old folks' home, mm-hmm. you know, in a nursing home, wow. whereby um, they are using sticks, even though they are sitting on a chair, to hit the, hit the ball, pass, doing passing each other. Okay. So we hope the sports continue to grow. Um, we reach out to more people so that there's a pathway even for a non-high-performance athlete they can still have something to look forward to for the sport from competing leagues onwards after they start working they can go to the corporate leagues mm-hmm. before going to the master's leagues and stuff yeah okay wow sounds uh, it's a very very broad and ambitious mm. plan um, coach Lim after the world champs next month what's next for the men's team in 2020 so after the qualifiers next month uh, actually there is uh, in talks for some of our athletes that are still studying uh, okay. there's a world junior uh, floorball championship coming out in uh, June right, so that's that's most likely uh, what is next on the calendar okay. so uh, in the meantime we will try to support that as much as possible and also it's a good time for during this period while the, some of our athletes are actually uh, competing for this World Uni Football Championship, uh, preparing the, in their preparation for it, the others can take the time to work on our technical abilities and for the younger ones to get used to the nationality lifestyle like I mentioned earlier, mm. uh, to be able to transit better. So this time will be spent to helping them to transit mm. um, in, in, in their journey. So that uh, at the same time, it will also be a good time for us to look at uh, our local leagues. Is there any uh, outstanding talents that we have probably missed out or is there any rising talents that we could include in our um, um, national setup in the future okay yeah so these are some of the things that are in the pipeline and uh, looking at um, that will be most likely in August we are hoping to set up a bilateral series uh, with Australia uh, then what happens is that uh, this will help us to be um, 
to, to play against uh, athletes of, of uh, bigger builds uh, as compared to uh, our Asian uh, physics uh, compared to the Caucasian physics mm. so we are looking to play have bilateral series to go maybe for us to travel there uh, play against them maybe like three to four times within a week mm. then at least for, for the players to have enough um, sessions and experience to against uh, play at least they are bigger and maybe stronger okay uh, a minute ago Kenneth mentioned that I think one of the plans is to work to try and ensure that Cambodia when they host the SEA Games in 2023 mm. floorball would probably be included as well yeah. but right now Vietnam is the next SEA Games yeah. host in yeah. 2021 um, do we know whether they've not announced it yet? Yes, right? they have not announced it. So okay. as of now, or because Vietnam do not has floorball as far to our knowledge, they do not have a yeah. floorball association. Sure. So because of that, looking at previous accounts, highly unlikely it will not. Happen. Okay. Yeah. So if floorball is not at the Sea Games, which looks most likely it won't, mm-hmm. is there a major goal or target uh, you set for the team to achieve? Uh, to win in the next yeah, two so, or four so years. In, internationally, there are still other competition, like for example, the Asia Oceania Confederation Floorball Cup. These are these are still competitions that we hope to participate and do well in. Mm. And there are usually or uh, there are some side uh, competitions that we can gear and veer towards. So, um, th- those effort will be spent there. Okay. And eventually, we want to look for other. Maybe there are going to be other competitions that are happening in Europe that we may want to send our teams there to compete. So okay. that they can be more well prepared for the WFCQs and WFC uh, for the upcoming futures. Okay, Shazni, I know earlier on you said uh, the objective of uh, the upcoming World Championship qualifiers is yep. to finish at the top yep. in, in Bangkok. Uh, I also understand that the CEO of Sports Singapore, Lim Tik In, paid you guys a visit recently. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, what, and what did he say? Um, it's a gathering session for between the the sponsors and the management and also with the national team mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's a Sunday I think just just a uh, introduction for Flo and uh, I think the CEO was there also yeah I think I get a, get an opportunity to be the one teaching him uh, the floorboard and especially it's his first time uh, playing floorboard oh wow yeah and at this age I think he did pretty well and I showed him a few basics or uh, fundamentals for like the ball control mm-hmm. uh, passing and shooting and I did we did a bit of uh, I passed the football and he take a one time shots in and we did they, together they did the drills and then after that to end to end the session we played a game where the athletes uh, mixed with all mm. the sponsors and management teams mm. where they are split to different teams including the athletes so it's a uh, quite an interesting and fun day oh nice yeah. uh, Kenneth did he have a chance to uh, speak to the uh, about the upcoming qualifiers? Yeah, so we actually uh, spoke to him and uh, the team management of Spurashi were down there. So um, we also introduced the spot to Mr. Uh, Singh, Mr. Singh Hotlin, uh, the new uh, head of Active SG. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's a good experience for both of them. I think it's both our first time playing the spot. Um, they understand the dynamics of the game, how the, the game works, or what kind of requirements is needed for the game, what the hall size, especially that um, we are using the courts of Active SG, which, uh, which is under our Tempest Hub. Yep. Yep. So it's a, a chance for us to, to mingle with them. Also, our sponsors were also down for this uh, heat around session. So they also got to meet our sponsors and uh, understand uh, what, what uh, constraints that we also face. Mm. And also, he, uh, we also brief, him, brief uh, Mr. Lim about uh, the measures that we were taking for our national teams when they travel to. Uh, Thailand for the competition mm. uh, in, in lieu of the virus and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
uh, as the current team captain, what is your main hope to see the team achieve in the next few years? Um, definitely to see the younger players uh, rising up and developing uh, themselves in the in the team, mm. and to be to have. I mean, in the national team, there's uh, there's the leaders of their own, mm. but I think importantly how they get everything together and how they bond together is also very very important because in different competition there might be different set of players, but how for you to have that joint is the understanding between the players is very very important that everyone need to do that, but to be to be with the team. I think that is one of the key to, to success if you want to achieve something in the competition and I hope the future generation can uh, work extremely hard mm. and uh, work their way up and achieve what they want. Okay, uh, Kenneth Ho, as the president of uh, Singapore Floorball Association, we'll let you have the last word. What would you like to see both of our national teams achieve in 2020? Okay, of course, um, the main aim is uh, for the men's team to qualify for the World Championship. Mm. Um, then. Um, we will aim for to achieve as as what our women's team have achieved um, in the high placing uh, high placing higher placing in the once we qualify for world championship okay. so for women's team it's about continuity because at the moment um, Louis have actually stepped down from as a national coach mm. so um, we are looking to um, appoint a new uh, national coach to lead the women's uh, team mm-hmm. and also um, they'll be competing in the AFC Cup uh, in in probably July, September, third quarter of the year. So it's actually continuity in the team, mm. um, bringing new blood, fresh blood, imparting ideas so that we can uh, work towards uh, next year's qualifiers for the women's. Yep. Okay. Uh, and what is your message to the fans of Floorball in Singapore? What would you like them to know for this year? Okay, at the moment, um, I hope the community, football community, stay bonded and resilient with regards to the recent the, the virus. Okay, for the, our school players uh, uh, back at home, mm-hmm. um, even though the, the national school game have stopped, just um, football um, involve also individual aspects of themselves. They can continue to do their own stick work at home or also do their own fitness in preparation for the once the national school games uh, resume. So um, my assurance is the association working closely with MOE to ensure how to, to see how the commission can be run leading up once the, the situations um, improve mm. and to ensure everyone have a, 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 a back to normal playing time. Mm. Also, um, upcoming in the football uh, Premier League, we, we're going to be an exciting Premier League um, season coming up because um, some of the teams actually have formed partnership with um, European clubs. For example, Dalen, one of the top clubs in um, Sweden, mm-hmm. actually partner one of our Premier League clubs, collaborate with them. Mm. So, um, it will be exciting times. Also, I think um, Strowata, one of the uh, the top Swedish club in Sweden, mm. have all partnered with um, Black Wonder Sticks and YFA mm. in it. So, it's going to be exciting competition um, linked up to the World Championship, especially in our Premier League. Wow, yep. it all sounds you know, really <laughs> yeah. exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, mm. on that note, uh, Kenneth, Shazni, Coach Lim, thank you very much for coming on board uh, episode 14 of SG Sports Uncut. Uh, I, we all know that Singapore floorball is in good hands. It's been doing well over the last, you know, from, from the moment uh, that the, the NSA began uh, more than 20 years ago. And here's wishing you all the best of success at the World Champs, the qualifiers, and then, you know, the championships as well, and the women's team as well. So let's hope everything bodes well for floorball in the coming few years. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And we hope you just enjoyed this discussion with Singapore's Floorball Association. And let's hope for the very best for the sport of floorball as far as the community, the public, the schools and the national teams are concerned. 
Meanwhile, if you have any concerns or feedback on the show, feel free to drop us an email at sgsportsuncut at gmail.com. Till the next time, I'm Raj Kumar. Bye for now.